and welcome back <laughs> to Peter's Tonight. It's the third episode of the second series with me, Morgana. And me, Elle. Sp- apologies. We've suppose got... we better start with an apologies. Yeah. Before we actually started recording this episode, we listened back to our previous one where we did promise <laughs> that we would be doing an episode every month, but it hasn't happened. We've missed out two months. Elle did actually just suggest, should we lie and say <laughs> that she has been ill for the past few months and that's why we couldn't record? No, that would be But that is um, not true. We've just been lazy. Not even lazy. We've no. just been with... It's not just been us two in ages. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's so... other friends. They get in the way. At Cara and Ellie Classen. We kind of want to say to people, like, can you just leave so me and Elle can record a podcast? We know we've got fans waiting, but we just thought <laughs> it would be a bit rude. So Yeah, so we're back with a January 2020 episode. We're going to start the new year right. We're going to be consistent. Elle is actually moving to London soon. Woo, woo, woo. So excited. So this will actually happen. Maybe we could do... Will we do once a month? Oh, Elle, Elle. I don't want to make promises. Don't make any promises. We are, we're here, we're back. That's what matters. And we've got a big consuming fest for you all. Yeah, Some very of it exciting. fest. Oh, festive. Some of it. We're it's back been Christmas. Yeah. I know. We've done this at such an awkward time because everyone's going to be over the Christmas TV programmes that we're going to talk about. Well, I was a bit disappointed, actually, with the whole Christmas spread. I mean, there was okay. one thing that we're going to mention, which is obviously the number one Christmas viewing, but yeah. um, there wasn't that much going, really. Do I you thought. not think? I didn't think so. Okay, well, we're going to get into well, you this, did, obviously. I don't, did you even get in a festive mood because you haven't watched I Love did. I did. I didn't watch Who, Love And actually. did you watch Elf? No. What Christmas films did you watch? I was busy with my other viewings. I.e. Morgana was busy at like five different work Christmas <laughs> events. Yeah, they were fun. How were yours? They were good, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Trying to like navigate how to be at like a work do, especially when you're... You don't want to be new. the one. You don't want to be the one. I wasn't the one. I was so proud of myself. Although I did have to down like cranberry sauce, you know, like chunky, thick cranberry sauce. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, we were doing confidence. At, um, at the dinner table with like my managers uh-huh. um, and I had to down that with Prosecco it was absolutely vile oh my god that... I think I like, gained a bit of respect from them though for that oh really yeah oh I do love cranberry sauce but I'm not sure I'd like it as a mixer no it's disgusting it feels like it feels <laughs> like you're drinking sick oh no yeah not no. fun but yeah how are yours yeah really fun they were I think when you grow up you expect a work Christmas do to be like a corporate dinner or something and everyone mm. will behaved but um, we had a karaoke we had a music quiz at the venue that me and Elle went to last night, actually. Yeah. Clapham Grand. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, they were actually just really rowdy and chill. Board games with boozy board games. I feel like your work took Christmas seriously. Yes. We had, yes, like, I would agree with that. One day. Actually, no, that's a lie. We had these two meetings, which lasted the whole of one day. Like, so I literally went in for the day mm. and did no work. Fantastic. Um, and they gave us Prosecco in the meeting. Oh. I know. And we did like I did like three Christmas quizzes that day. It was amazing. Oh, so good. But that was it. Whereas yours seemed to span weeks. It did. I kept messaging yeah. you. Just be like, oh yeah, I'm on another work day. I know there were multiple Christmas <laughs> days. I was I was thrilled. <laughs> I loved it. All of the food. But we've had two weeks off, haven't we? So we have, and back we're D Day Monday. <laughs> no, it will be fun. But it's just I'm not in the zone yet. I'm still in the. I feel like we're going back to uni. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We're not though. The internship just continues. Yeah. It's, it's full time life. Oh God. <laughs> Scary. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Fresh start. Indeed. Yeah. But let's. Last night. Thoughts on last night. Thoughts on last night. Me and Elle went out to one of our old faves, Bongo's Bingo. It was actually my first time. I yeah. You forget I, that. Yeah. I do. Because I think I've somehow been twice without you. Yeah. Okay. Show off. It's fine. I Did mean, you on a ski but trip? we had last night. No, I didn't. Oh. 
Then no, I don't know why we haven't been together. But it's so good, yeah. I can't believe we didn't win anything. I was raging. I'm yeah. raging. I'm still. For those raging. who don't know, it's bingo, but also a rave. a rave at the same time. And the prizes are like legit good. <laughs> like they're spanned <laughs> yeah. like free cocoa pops. A what is that blow up thing called? I. I don't I'm know. I'm doing the impression, but... I was doing the impression. It's one of those wavy, like, wind tube men that you see <laughs> on a, a motorway. <laughs> Someone won that. I was and so Oh, no, that was the best. Karaoke machine, Kara- that 900 we, we, pounds. Yeah. Me and Elle were ready to kill for the karaoke yeah. machine. That would have been incredible. And we were with a Danny DeVito of... cut out. Yeah, do you know what? I thought that would be my favourite one, but it wasn't. It's because there's usually Ainsley Harriet. I would love an Ainsley Harriet <laughs> cut out. But... Or David Attenborough one. Ooh, or Philip yeah. Schofield. Schofield, Schofield. But no, it was good. There were 30 of us in one group and not one of us won a prize. I'd say... It was fixed. There was, was like, fixed. there was two people who won twice. Which is a joke. I'm still angry. And they were really boring. I'm just going to say it now. You could tell. They didn't go and dance properly. You have to go up and act Celebrate. a little bit, don't you? Yeah. Oh, if you'd gone up there and done the dance-off. I, that I actively wanted to, to do a dance-off. I thought it would have been fun. Although that boy was quite good. If you were up against that I boy, I do worry about the what the public would have voted for. The sort of dancing. I know. Oh, have swung it for him. What's the word for it? Positive discrimination. <laughs> negative. No, that is just, just negative. <laughs> In so, every way. So, yeah. No, it, was but it was a fun, fun little leave. I think we should but, go again I know. very soon. I would be very keen for that. Anyway, we've uh, we've tailed off. We've rambled on. A little bit. Oh, classic us. Whoops, I slept and rambled for five minutes. Looks like we're back into the swing. Should we talk about our little consuming consumptions consumed? Do you want to go straight into it? Now? Yeah. Yeah, go on then. Why not? Okay, more gloat. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard not to say Michael Morgberg. <laughs> yes. It just comes out naturally. Smell. No, it doesn't work. Um, please tell me about something that you've been watching recently that you enjoyed. Well, I was going to say something that we watched together. Oh, um, yeah. In terms of Christmas and film. Who could forget Vanessa Hutchins' iconic The Night Before Christmas? I actually have a lot to say on this. I'm very okay, excited for us to off, you go. Well, I just find it very interesting that obviously she did the princess switch and now she's done this and there's apparently going to be a princess switch too in which there is a third princess. <laughs> what accent are they going to have? Do you know? No, I don't know that yet. Undisclosed. Concerned because the will English be one is horrendous. I know, I know. God, I don't know what she's going to go for. Australian? Polish. I've no she idea. can't do accents. It's going to be awful, by yeah, the way. It will be. But she's clearly created a brand for herself in making shit Christmas films. Like, she yeah. knows they're shit. There is no way that The Night Before Christmas could be interpreted as good. For those who don't know, The Night Before Christmas is night with a K. <laughs> it is Vanessa Hutchins, who is a school teacher in, I don't know, America. Yeah. Downtown. Idaho or something. Idaho. And a time travelling medieval knight comes into her life. And well. That's and he, yeah, he's obviously English and very eccentric. Eccentric. He's the kind of thing like, what is that metal horse yeah. when he sees a car? Oh god, that was awful, wasn't it's it? It's all just awful. It's horrendous. But you have to watch it. We watched it the whole yeah, way through. We did watch it the whole way through with critical commentary throughout as well. Do you know what with those films though? Even the like titling font is horrible. I know. So you know it's going to be a shit <laughs> basically film. comic sans. Yeah, you can yeah. just tell. Or a bit of like curly time to do Roman because it's the night yeah, before, sort of like medieval. Exactly. So no, it's just awful, and I, it's just. Can we just talk about how weird it was that she was like a mentor to that random girl? It was so odd. That was schoolgirl who came up to her and like Vanessa would just advise her on her love life. I was like, you're you're crossing the lines yeah. there, teacher pupil. 
And the boundaries. girl just kept coming up throughout the whole film. She just <laughs> her head would just pop up. She'd be like, Miss, oh my god, I broke up with my boyfriend and oh. it was the best decision. And then Vanessa would just yeah, it was just strange. It was my least favourite Vanessa so far. She was so smarmy and she would take teaching on into her own life. So remember when her like niece is just there like with an ice cream and rather than being like a nice woman who at Christmas like has got her kid an ice cream as a treat she just goes remember to brush your teeth later <laughs> it's just like oh I think the thing is so that fun. she's got zero personality in her character and I don't mm. know if obviously I don't know her personally um I wonder if that are we talking about Vanessa or the character I don't in the know, film because I'm thinking about all her characters they all seem to be like lacking Gabriella lacking quite a lot of personality yeah She's fit though. Yeah. So. Fantastic sense of style as well. Yeah. Oh her wow. Yeah. Show. She wears dresses amazingly. And her boyfriend is. They look good together. Yeah. But it's not all looks. about looks, is it? Oh no, definitely not. Although apparently that character can carry you into three Netflix films. <laughs> Zero acting skill. <laughs> no, it was quite shocking, but it was funny, and we do recommend that you watch. But you you probably won't be rewatching. And I wouldn't say watch it alone. Preferably rosé in hand as well. Yeah. I think just to get through some of the. And maybe with friends bits. that you can do jokey commentary with because that's what carried us through. Yeah. Another line just before we move on um, is when there are all these kids around a Christmas tree and then a guy comes over and he's like, kids, like they're all excited looking at their presents and he's like, kids, remember though, <laughs> what is at the bottom of every Christmas tree? And they all turn up and look at him and go, love. <laughs> just to give you a sense of what this script is like. <laughs> I think I've said that's my like, piece. Pretty irrelevant throughout the whole thing. I know. That's, yeah, it's oh, odd. Dear. It was odd. It was odd. But, but I mean, you know, that's Christmas. And thank God it's over now, if that's what they were churning out for it. <laughs> oh! Did you watch Let It Snow? Is that what yeah, you going to say? I did watch it. No. I didn't watch it, but I heard bad things. Okay, okay, I'll just do a little synopsis. Kind of like, nice idea to have all the cross-narratives... Um, hasn't been done before. <clears throat> Love Actually. Well, yeah, but Love Actually's not that woke. Have you watched it recently? Shh, don't. There are some issues in there. Oh, God. Um, but we don't want to slag him because it was of its time and... Still one of my favourite films. He also made About Time, which is the best film. Oh, <laughs> rewatched it Christmas. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so Let It Snow, yeah. So Cross Narratives, I think it was trying to be quite woke. Like, it had, like, um, a lesbian teen in it, which was... It, that was actually quite a good storyline. Mm. That was interesting. Um, but then it just had some random characters, like this... DJ who worked at like the equivalent equivalent of a shit McDonald's diner, <laughs> like a shit version, who decided to have a party in the diner, okay. and he was DJing. And then like people actually went to the party. I was like, in what world would people go to a party at a diner? Mm. It was just odd. Yeah. And there was like two kegs of beer, and that was it. And I was like, that's not gonna last all these people. <laughs> Practicalities. Um, but was it actually funny in any way? No, not funny at all. Yeah, no. I think I was on my phone most of the time. No, that's a bad which sign. I doing, yeah. I was going to say about Gavin and Stacey, though. Oh, this you is the this, number one. Oh, no, well, I don't need to start, but just um, me and my mum rewatched the whole series in the build-up, and it's I just got to say, it's fantastic. And oh, my Christ. Oh, my Christ. Mick, Michael, you and me, we're going to fall out. Stacey? is coming back here to the marital home, which she hates, by the way. <laughs> I love it so much. Pam is definitely... Me and Elle have had this discussion before, but, like, God tier yeah. of characters. Oh, should you want to do it again? Yeah, should we do it? Okay. So, God tier Ness, for me. Okay. Pos, pos, Ness and Pam, mm-hmm. probably my two top. What yeah. do you think? I would do Ness, Pam, and I love Dawn. Yeah, I think she's so Dawn funny. Dawn is brilliant. Julia Davis is, like, yeah. an icon. And then I'd go... What's the tier good below tier. that called? Good tier. tier. Good tier, mid tier, shit tier. Okay, good tier, 
Smithy. Yes, definitely Smithy. Mick. Yeah, yeah, Mick can go in there. Um, I like Jason. He's a... Oh, no, no, Doris, Doris. Doris. Oh, Ooh. bless. Yeah, bless I know. She was cute. Um, I think Who I'm going to have to put... There? I think I'd have to go to the next one now. Okay. Because I can't do Bryn any higher. Mid-tier. I would do Bryn mid. Oh, I'd do Bryn and Gavin mid, and then shit tier. I'm sorry, it's Stacey and Gwen. And if you try and oh, argue that Gwen is good, I will fight you. Were you about I to? I would put Gwen on mid. No. Because she's... Give me her positives. She makes omelettes. That's all she fucking does. I know, but that's the point. So, and Nessie, so... like, shits on her all the time. Oh, Gwen. Ham and cheese, please. I can't do it. That's it's, I know, yeah. It's so good. But anyway, so the Christmas special, which had all eyes on it, and there was so much pressure for it to do well. And it actually didn't disappoint. No, I didn't see anything negative about no, it. No, I thought it was so good. And it honestly remained so consistent with the series that I had spent my last few weeks watching previously. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it was amazing. What you said earlier about Gwen. <laughs> when did I say? Oh, oh yeah, my only qualm with it was that I thought that Gwen's accent wasn't as good in the <laughs> Christmas special. We looked it up and she actually is Welsh. Yeah, but that might... So is Ruth Jones and she's still putting on a stronger accent. We're going to have to listen. It could just be me and my keen ear. Yeah. But <laughs> I, no, it was really good. It stayed true to, to the characters. To the characters, yeah. And it re- reproduced something that was along the same lines as all the other episodes had been. Like the same yeah. sort of like Gavin and Stacey having a bit of a tiff and then making up. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. The between... Ness, Ness and, and Smithy. Smithy. Yeah, so true. And Bryn being weird. And the new girlfriend is essentially another Lucy. Do you know, it's the yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it works. And I think it works because it's, everyone loves it so yeah. much that they don't mind it being exactly the same. Exactly. Well, what it is at the end of the day is like each of the characters, it's so character driven. It's not really yeah. like a plot. It's just their lives, isn't I love it? A character Every time they come name. back together. I don't for books, but I like it for a TV show. I think it takes a really good author to make a character driven mm. book like, well yeah because something like Zadie Smith I'm like oh the characters are good but gonna, I'm not slacking Zadie Smith I just like I'm like where's the plot <laughs> yeah no I am also like where's yeah, the plot yeah I think it's great it's like brilliantly written but um, yeah that's just personal preference though yeah I know but something like about time <gasps> it's quite character driven Right? Would you say? Well, I don't know. It's like the progression of their lives I guess yes it's very domestic it's very like there's not yeah. nothing wild happens yeah yeah Apart from, the car crash. Apart from him travelling in time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stuck it on on Christmas Day and my parents like, I went in totally blind. I was like, oh, it's just a Richard Curtis film. And they were like, oh, because obviously it's the first, you think it's just a rom-com. And then there's the bit when Bill Nye's like, I travel in time. And they were just like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was good so good. But yeah. Yeah, I'm, I was happy with the Gavin. Are they going to do a fourth series? I don't know. And I don't know if I want them to, to be honest. Why are you not sure? Because I like how it was left. I agree. I don't know what horrible else they cliffhanger, could do but also just like if they were to get together, we'd obviously see like their tiffs and their. I think the whole thing with them is it is the tension. Yes. And as soon as that's like sorted out, yeah. either way, everyone would be dissatisfied. It's I sort of like the thrill know. of the chase. You're chasing their yeah. relationship or what they could. I be. think even when they were together, they would continue being what they are, but. I don't know. I, I thought it was left in quite a good way. I wouldn't want a whole other series. I would be happy with another 10-year reunion. Jesus. How old would they be in that then? I don't know. You know some of the actors... Neil the Baby on. will still be called Neil the Baby. Yeah. <laughs> the age of 28. <laughs> yeah. It was good, though. I liked it. It was fantastic. What else have you been watching? We've got a lot to catch up on. We do, we do. I have also been watching The Crown. Okay. 
Yeah? Yeah. Do you watch The Crown? No, I tried it. Okay. I tried the first series. And I know this is really bad, but I got really bored by the political stuff. Like, oh. I was like, oh, Winston Churchill, cool, they want to get him out, right, let's move on with it. Yeah. Um, but I really am interested in their lives. So I think that the next series, if it involves a Diana... Oh, I yes. This one was really good, because it made me, like, really sympathise with Charles, which I've never... Tell me, pray tell me. ...thought Ooh. about before. I don't know, it just, like, shows he's just in a bit of a... He's a bit of a pawn, isn't he, really? Which I guess all the royals are. The mm. first two series, kind of like Elizabeth has got this crown on her and she has to do things she doesn't want to do. All Queen Elizabeth wants to do is run around with her horses, which is what is made clear in the show. And um, But this series was really good. Oh, Prin- um, Princess Anne is so sassy, which is very good. Her daughter. Yeah, her daughter. Yeah. And then Charles is just like, he's told to go to places he doesn't want to go to. He's told to marry people he doesn't want so to marry. So he's got the obligation on his head, on his head of being the one that's yeah, going to like her Yeah, like Anne... Mm. It's like Margaret and can be like, yeah. Yeah, like can have yeah. fun, sleep around, literally. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. I found this series a bit slower. I don't know if I would have got through it if I wasn't watching it with someone else, mm. you know? When I saw the trailer mm. for it, it all looked very grey yeah. the whole time. And I saw the episode of the landslide. Yeah. Yeah, and that looked really sad and also like like an mm, interesting mm. scene but it was very grey and then when I skipped through to see what the other episodes would look like because I was basically seeing like oh where's the gossip oh yeah 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 it all just looked that same like grey tinge and I was yeah. like do you know what I don't know if I'm in the mood for it was a bit it felt slower than the last two series and I love Olivia Coleman so much but it's so hard to unsee Olivia Coleman. Whereas Claire Foy was kind of unknown, so you could be right. like, oh, it's the Queen. Yeah. Whereas this one, I was like, it's Olivia Coleman playing the Queen. I love <laughs> Olivia Coleman, but it was just harder to unsee. Still really good, though. Um, I'd recommend. And I also listened to um, a podcast, Ooh. Fresh Air, which I think I've talked about before. Is that with Terry Gross? Terry Gross on Fresh Air. Um, and it was with Peter Morgan, who is the creator of The Crown, and he was talking about how, like, the the lives of the royals are so documented that you know where they are. They're like their whole lives. You've known the location yeah. of where they're going to be. So in that way, the crown is accurate, but you don't know their thoughts and feelings and what they said. Yeah, which is what he fills in. And he talked really interestingly about like um. Does he sorry? Does he work with royal biographers then? Yes, yeah. he does. Yeah, because there was this episode of Loose Women, which um, <laughs> I know I'm going off on a tangent, but this is quite interesting. But basically, their discussion point was: um, should the Crown come with a warning that this is not totally historically accurate? Right. Because people were interpreting it like this is history and this is what happened, whereas mm. obviously it's not a hundred percent. And I think personally, I think no, because otherwise, like you can have no creative license. Like, where does that stop, really? Yeah. Like, can you never do historical fiction again? And also it kind of insults people into people's intelligence. Like, I don't know. You've got to be able to view something as a work of art and a piece of fiction. Yeah. No, I get that. Go and read a history book if you want the actual history. <laughs> I'm just saying, I personally think. But um, it was interesting because he also did the Helen Mirren film, The Queen. And mm-hmm. apparently there's a scene in it where she talks to Tony Blair. And they like it's known that Tony Blair and the Queen had this meeting and the kind of content that they were talking about but it's not known what exactly was said and apparently the film was released and then a few years later Tony Blair had an interview where he talked about that his discussion with the Queen and he used the exact same words as the film and so this the Crown creator was like I don't want to say anything but I am saying something I'm saying that Tony Blair watched what I said yeah. and because it was so close to the actual history he's remembered it like how it was in the film that's crazy which is so interesting and because I and I feel like the crown as well because I'm literally learning about the royals through the crown so many of us are going to think that that is what was 
True. Yeah. Are you you still believing that there shouldn't be a? Yeah, I think so. It's like it's my fault. I could go and like study more. But could you? Because if he's working with royal biographers, they're the ones that can get closest to it. But with Mm. historical fiction, like unless well, with with the royals, unless they specifically come out and say, no one will ever know. So even if you wanted to go and read about it, you're not going to get. I don't know. I think you've just got to take things with a pinch of salt, haven't you? You've got to respect that this is like a show that was made. Like, it's this guy, Peter Morgan's, like, it's his brainchild. It's not going to be... We're never going to know what Philip and Queen say to each other when they're on their bed together. Ew! (laughs) It's perfect! (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's a very interesting question. Anyway. So do you think I can pop in and watch the next series without having watched any other series? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, you can pop in when it is history. Yeah, and yeah, Camilla's coming in. Angelina Anderson as Maggie Thatcher. Oh, okay. So what? See, what um, decade was most recent series set in? Yeah, Uh, I think we're up to the seventies. Yeah, we're up to the seventies now. I wonder how long it will go on for. God, I don't know. This year's been rough for the royals, though, hasn't it? I know. Do you think we'll get up to old Randy Andy? Jesus, what? I haven't heard anything about him since. No, it's off the radar. No, he's just been. He's, he's going to be exiled. Yeah, that's probably where he is. <laughs> but yeah, what else have you been watching now? What have I been watching? Um, okay, I've actually watched quite a lot in my two weeks off. Fantastic. I'm filling it in. Don't fuck with cats on Netflix. All heard about. Please tell me. What okay, it is. so Pete told me to watch it, and he was like, "Let me know what you think." And do you know anything about it? No. I'll just do a quick yeah. synopsis. So essentially. Um, in 2010-ish a video went online that like the weird you know like those weird internet people see that like have fake accounts and they're just like yeah d-, they talk like yeah dude oh my god uh-huh. and they literally are like that they saw it and it was a video where a man with a hood on like vacuum like vacuum suffocates a cat <gasps> yeah um, and they were like we've got to find out who this is where he is like he's got to be accountable for this and so they start having a Facebook group where like the internet community come together to like literally study what they can see in the images and Mm -hmm. freeze frames of the video Um, and they basically manage to like track him down and they think they've got a suspect of who it could be Mm -hmm. Um, partly because the guy was also on the Facebook group in various different like fake accounts and would give them clues so it wasn't all them but I think that they like to think it was all them okay and then basically more videos come out of like other cats being killed and then a video goes up years and years later where um a person is being like stabbed to death uh-huh and it's the same guy so he's like leading them like on a trail Ooh. um and then they get involved the internet community who've been like researching him and like trying to track him down get involved with the police and yeah he gets caught and he was basically this guy who was like a bit of a serial killer who wanted like notoriety for it oh. it was really interesting it's like a short series so you could mm-hmm. watch it in like a day I think it's only about two and a half three hours but I felt like the internet community took a lot of like credit for it when actually it was this guy revealing himself to them and then them being like to the police like you should track this guy down and then the police would do that but they would obviously do it in their own way um, so I would watch it it's good but it also just highlighted like a weird side of the internet where, oh, this yeah. is, where people actually dedicated like she was like at one point this woman said um, I spent 14 hours looking at um, oh wow that was really bad she was like I spent 14 <laughs> hours looking at doorknobs from Lithuania 
what get a life I you know, know. Yeah, so, yeah 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 that one interesting I see I saw it trending and it kind of coincided with the release of the film Cats <laughs> and I because you know it's getting loads of, crit- loads of criticism I thought people were saying don't fuck with Cats it's my favourite <laughs> film have you watched it no no I haven't either well apparently it's been like pulled back in for editing again well yeah because apparently they were editing it up till the deadline but they didn't get it all done like apparently the scaling's all off and there are certain scenes where like Judy Dench's human hand is like still in the film so they've pulled it well they haven't taken it out of cinemas but they are re-editing it and then I think they're going to re-release this must be one of the biggest flops ever to have that so many big names in it as well like massive budget and I've read like quite a few reviews and a lot of people are saying like actually some of the actors performances were good so like Taylor Swift was really good Jennifer Hudson's voice was amazing but it's just ruined by bad effects yeah I actually feel for them on that can we just discuss the actual plot line it makes no sense. It's oh, I so know. Weird. It's really, it's kind of religious-y, isn't it? It's I just the cats want to get to the heavy side layer. And there's just too many different, like, names and jargon for everything that I think in a film you'd probably be like, what on earth is going on? Yeah, yeah. It's on Broadway though, right? And it's Yeah, it's been like a theatre, it's a really popular theatre show. Which is why I'm a bit confused that the film got slated so much, because I was like, surely the concept of the theatre show is in itself weird, and that's, that's already popular. But I don't know if people who like it in theatre like it because they like theatre, um, and it's like an immersive experience, and they're yeah. not film-goers, whereas film-goers are like, that's mass audience, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. So then you're going to get a lot more criticism. Mm, Maybe the theatre show is polarising, but we don't realise it because it's not on the bigger scale as like going to the cinema and what's released yeah, it's kind of like poetry. We did it as um, our primary school production. It was actually. based on T.S. Eliot. That's poet, it. Yeah, poet, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's well, it's a bit wacky, isn't it? But no, I don't intend to see I'm it. I'm not going to go see it. I don't. I literally don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also watched a new series too. Oh, oh, go on, so go good. on. I actually thought it was better than the first series. Oh, I know. Really gruesome scenes in it. Honestly, made me feel so ill. There's one really horrible. Are you going to watch it? No what i just don't i've got so much on my to watch list i don't know why it's just not really a priority i'm not sure that into serial killers okay that's why we differ because i i know yeah exactly most people killers. do and it's just not my jam well okay it's really good Call me what, I find, what i find so good about you is like how i know there's been loads of like internet chats about how um everybody fancies joe slash will like what's his name oh. mm. and how that's problematic blah 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 and i get that and it's i not, find that interesting yeah. but i find it interesting how i don't know if it's how the character's written or how he performs the character but how you can both be like rooting for him and being like oh my god don't get caught don't get caught and also be like wait but you definitely should be in prison like you're an actual psycho um and i just loved the love quinn character which is the main female character in this one i thought her journey was like super interesting and she also has that element which is a bit like you're a bit weird but i sort of love you for it got a bit of a girl crush on her she is stunning her style is cool i'm just obsessed oh yeah yeah um loved the 40 character which is her brother looks just like jack whitehall and was freaking me out the whole time but he was really funny he was sort of like spoiled rich kid that's a bit like up in the air and quite like narcissistic but i think really has a good heart Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it continued the narrative of joe slash will looking after like a younger person and i think that's always in there to show that actually like he isn't he's trying not to be a horrible person he's trying not to be like a psycho but he is um and it was on a good cliffhanger which at first i thought i'm not sure because basically spoiler alert um him and love move in together she's pregnant and then he's in the garden and you're like yes it's all sorted like they're set up now and he sees a woman over the fence and he's like oh hello neighbor and you're like no he's not gonna like go and try and get with someone else you should be happy you've got your girl you're happy together she's a bit of a weirdo like you 
Um, and I was a bit annoyed about that. And then I read stuff online that said people think that it's his mother. And so his mother had abandoned him when she was younger and he went to like a care home. And that's like where a lot of his like deep rooted issues are because she was in an abusive relationship, which he like was bore the brunt of as well. Um, so I think it's going to explore like him reconciling like with his mum. I don't know. I think Ooh. it could be really good. Um, on a lighter note, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel series two. Oh yeah. I need to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. What are your expectations for it? Um, I don't know. I did watch the trailer. What's happening? Like so the, I'm trying to remember where it left off. For yeah, the, last the series one, to be before honest. she was with the Doctor Benjamin. Yes. And you were like, "Is she going to sleep with Joel? Yeah. Is she not going to sleep with Joel?" Um, yeah. What do you think about? Are you for? Am I team Joel? Yeah, you team Joel. Oh, he's such a dick in the first series. I know he is. It's difficult. I but mean, then in the second series, he really does redeem himself. He does improve. I don't know. I don't know what I think on that one. I know you're so team Joel. I was quite team Joel, and now I don't know what I think. It was a really good series. I really like the the other guy that came in. Benjamin. She just needs to be on her own for a bit, to be honest. Well, it doesn't everyone. <laughs> yeah, Midge. She needs to put her career first. Is it a lot about her career? Yeah, she's on she's on tour with Shy Baldwin. Ah. You know, the singer. And that's really good. You explore their relationship. You know Sterling K. Brown? He's in... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, this is us. He's in, yeah. This is us. He's in. He's yeah, in yeah, yeah. He's amazing. He's in it. As Shy's manager. Okay. That's really good. Good exploration of like Susie and her career as a side from Mitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really great. Susie is honestly the best character. I, I know, I so love funny. Susie. So would you say it's stayed as good? Or oh my god, as good. Oh, okay, as good. okay. I will. will love it. That, that's literally next to my list. You might yeah. need two episodes to get into it. Okay. But so. maybe that's. <laughs> you turned so serious then. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourself, it's going to be two episodes, might be bumpy. But then after like the third episode, I was like back into it. Love Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Binged it. But I just love the 60s era. I know. And you know so much about, like, American history as well. It must be, like, have little Easter eggs. Um, And they do flashbacks to her and Joel's relationship before... When she was peroxide blonde. No, not that far back. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, I forgot about that. No, just before she had the kids and, like, when they were really cute. And I really liked watching, like, that and kind of comparing, like, how relationships change and how memories can be etc which was really good um have you i haven't batted back to you yet what What else i've been watching i watched the um the his dark material series what's did you see this no it's like based on the books you know the golden compass it's like kids books well not kids but but like for adults as well but um yeah they were some of my favorite kids books growing up and they just made it into a series and it was actually really really good I don't know if I'm saying that because I'm a fan of the book, but it was like the Sunday night prime time. You must have seen like the no. trailers and things. No, I was on Netflix. It's basically, it's like it's like a young girl kind of goes on an adventure. Okay. That kind of thing. There are like giant polar bears and stuff like that and magic and parallel worlds. Okay. But it's a very good cast and they've basically modernised it so that they had like our world in it as well. And oh, it's a very big concept to explain. How but if you episodes? didn't read the books... Um, it's 10 for mm-hmm. this series and they've already filmed the second series because I think they're scared after Game of Thrones where like the kids grew up so fast and this is like child actors so they've already filmed two and they've got three books to follow so I think it'll be three series right. but um, yeah it was a very good adaptation I thought I don't really know how to explain the concept of it but it's all to do with Parallel Worlds it's got James McAvoy in it it's um, called His Dark Materials but the books with the Northern Lights. Yeah, I've subtle seen them in nights. Your Did you read yes. one of them in? I reread them in Amsterdam. Yes, yeah. yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, good spot, Gal. I know. Very didn't read nice. it myself. Just saw you reading it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed. Um, 
yeah, shall I go on to yeah, go on, give me another one. I have been oh, in terms of film, so I might not be seeing cats, but something I will be seeing again is Little Women. <gasps> Tell me, I'm so okay. I, really I read the book in preparation for the film. I can't believe I've never read the book before. Call myself an English book? literature student. Got it on Kindle. Cost fifty oh. p though. Just okay. get it on your Kindle. Um, but oh my god, so good. Because I'm like a big fan of like Pride and Prejudice and stuff like that. Mm. But this was just really really good it's about like four sisters growing up and each of them got very different personalities and then it's all to do with like do you get married like they're a bit poorer than like the other families around them and it's like very domestic sounds very pride and prejudice very pride and prejudice but american and the film had like it was directed by greta gerwig who did um, yeah. ladybird yeah and it's so Saoirse yeah oh my god the cast is so good so it's Saoirse ronan emma, emma watson, watson meryl streep timothy chalamet who i'm in love Are you with, in love with him? Oh my God, Do you know yeah. what my friend from really Berlin? She went to school with him. No way! Yeah. And apparently they called him Little Tim because he's really small. Oh my God! Oh, is he? Yeah. What like quite short? He's yeah. quite. He's very thin. I think so. Um, but oh my God, the film was so good because it like it's told like the story is like in the book they're little girls and they grow up and it's linear whereas in the film it's like flashbacks Ooh, and it's work? yeah it works so well and it kind of like breaks the fourth wall at one point and then it it's a lot I'd say it's a lot more feminist twist mm. basically it, with the book how it's written it was part one part two and then part one she wrote and then people wrote into her like we want these people to get together like this girl and this guy they're really close and she wrote like I don't want these characters to get together I'm not going to marry off my heroines to please anyone <gasps> so she was a bit of a proto-feminist yeah. even considering her time but they really like but in the end the editor changed like said we only want women um who are married off or killed like that's what happens to women in stories at this time they don't become a a spinster or earn their own money or whatever yeah so in the film they like take what she said into account and they like bring in what the author wanted and it's oh, so, that's so good cool. so yeah i will be seeing that again actually blew my mind um also i've watched rocket man finally okay, yeah. which we discussed it's really wacky like the way they break into the into song is literally it's one of those you know where they'll be in a conversation and one of them turns away dramatically and starts singing yeah. um and then does everything around them just yeah stop. and everything yeah. like yeah like it changes and all the scenery and stuff but it was so good i thought the guy who played elton taron egerton i think his name is he was brilliant and yeah great songs great colours the costumes oh, oh I bet they're amazing amazing I'm feeling so like they would be quite good. strictly like, yeah it was literally sequins yeah. yeah 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 Yeah. no it was did really good have, I recommend did you know if Elton John had a big input in that yeah he did he did okay. he, apparently he'd been trying to get the film made for years because the main focus is <laughs> like yeah exactly it's like about well he was I didn't realise he was such a child prodigy he basically like you could play a bit of piano and he would like hear it and he would play the same. That's crazy. I know, which is mad. But it was all about like his drug addiction stuff. Very interesting. Back to you, Elle. Anything else you've been watching? I have also watched The Politician. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, One of my favourite watches from this year. Do you know what? I think the second series is going to be better than the first. Really? Yeah. I have the fear because Ryan Murphy did Glee. And let me tell you, after the second series, there was a dramatic downhill slope. Yeah, true. Slope. True. But... It looks like it's set more close to like, I don't know, to like a recent, a really recent history. Mm. I know it's all kind of like in the background based about American politics and like mm. what was going on with Trump and campaigns and blah, 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 blah. But this, you know, him versus the older woman. Yes. Who is Claire from Ugly Betty. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
it looks like that's based on the Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. You know her like race to be the governor of New York. I think it's governor. So basically, in New York, she she's in office now. She was like one of the um, freshmen. Okay. Um, She basically recognised in New York that the governor had been in place for like years and he Uh was really lazy and he didn't even bother campaigning because he knew he was going to win. And she came along and was like helping people sign up, like all like um, immigrants sign up and get involved and become political. And she won. And she was so young. She was like a bartender. Oh, amazing. um, And then became like the governor. And she's like, incred. Um, And it looks like that's what's going to happen. So he's, so Ben Platt's character has recognised that there's... Like yeah. a space for someone young to actually do something in the camp. The old campaign is like, what is oh, this? And amazing. it's like him with all his gang, like Alice and what are all their so names. So good, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I oh love God, it. His song when he sung Vienna, I actually was like sobbing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it honestly so one of the best shows I've watched in a long time. Yeah, I loved it. Bit wacky at and the beginning with the whole like whole thing dead wacky. river thing. Yeah. When that was gone, I was kind of more happy with it. Oh, I was quite on board with that. Really. Yeah. It was very interesting. I feel like we still don't really have the full story of how it happened. I don't know. Odd. I didn't feel fully complete in that, but... Anyway, I'm no, so buzzed. Great. And it's one of those that after each episode you can read, yeah, about yeah. Like, the real world yeah. like resonances, which is so exciting. Love it. Um, and then I watched Tell Me Who I Am, which is that documentary oh, about the Oh, yes. Twins. Yes, I've heard have good things it? about... No, but I know like the concept. Yeah, it was really harrowing. Like, really harrowing. And really yeah. interesting. It brings up the debate of like, what would you do if you were in that situation? Yes. To, like retell someone's life to them and I feel like he didn't do a bad thing you know why would you want someone to suffer when they don't need to exactly exactly um, so but I then it came from a good place I know your brain would just be so messed up yeah you'd be like I don't know who I am so yeah and I relied on you and I trusted you but you could you know that he did it from the kind of his heart of his heart yeah um and I watched Dairy Girls season series one. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I watched them on the New Year's Day bake-off and they are so funny. They're literally their characters, though. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Apart from the nun, who is actually like a comedian. She's but the nun so is like funny. In... But she's really deadpan in, yeah. in the show. She's possibly my favourite character in she's the show. She's yeah. But then in... Although Claire is nothing like Claire. Nicola Nicola Coughlin is unbearable. (laughs) I messaged you like no, no. You Erin is the main character. No, I like Erin. Oh, I can't stand Claire. Like the weird lesbian. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Erin. You had problem with no. Erin's funny. No, but Erin's face goes so far in certain things. I'm (laughs) a bit like I find you hard to watch. No, Claire is so annoying. Well, she's just like what oh. She's just a panicker. I know, but she's a little warrior. Yeah, and that stresses me out because I was a bit like that. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Honestly, it's a show. When I was watching it, I was like, I could rewatch this oh, again I'm and again, re- yeah. and I would be happy. Yeah, they know they were so good. On it's great. Bake off as well, but yeah, excellent. Have you been listening to anything else? Pod, potty wise, potty pods. Well, it's been bloody ages since we did this. So I've actually listened to tons, so I'm just going <laughs> to pick out. cherry pick. I'm cherry pick. pick three. So Fab, I listened to a series called Intrigue Tunnel Twenty Nine, nice. BBC. It's the same people that did the Rat Line. Okay. Which was about um, like a Nazi guy who had escaped through Europe and mm. his son was interviewed about it. Um, so it's sort of like based around like German history, I think, um, by the BBC. Uh, and it's about the Berlin Wall and how 29, I think 29 people, listened to it like two months ago, um, were freed. And they like, basically one guy escaped. He built a tunnel, which took years. And then they managed to get people through out of um, East Germany. Oh, 
I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, it was really good. Also, like, obviously, I was loving it. Oh, I was like, yeah. I know where that road is. I know where yes. that is. So that was really good. And it's kind of like short episodes. So, like, mm. 20 minutes. So you, I listened to it in one commute. Oh, like, fantastic. Um, sick. Poddy? Um, I have been listening to what everyone is talking about, the Dolly Parton podcast. Okay. I was listening to, um, you know, The Week Unwrapped? Yeah. They did like a year in review. And then one of them was like, why is Dolly Dolly Parton having a renaissance? And it was just so interesting. And it's literally because America is so divided at the moment. But she is, she's not the most popular person in America, but she is the unique in that she unites the most demographics. Yeah, because she's a big drag, like she's a big she's drag She's a icon. big, she's a gay icon, but also the rednecks love her as yeah. well. And she just, she, when asked like, are you a feminist? She says, no, I love men. And then yeah. like, so yeah. that's in the first episode of the series. And then in the last episode, they ask her again and she says, um, like they have this thing where it's like a practical feminist where you are a feminist and everything, but you don't like claim the name. And she was like, yeah, that's me, that's me. So it's like, she literally walks the line of mm. appealing to kind of everyone and she's so she it, because she's like it's so hard to explain she is literally a phenomenon when you listen to the podcast you're like wow what a figure because she's so like fake but really real at the same time like mm. she grew up in the mountains and it was almost like sounded a bit like the edge the um upbringing and educated like yeah. around like loads of siblings a bit rough and like you got injured you climbed trees you money your clothes were really ragged because you didn't have much money but then now she's known for like big boobs like fake lips and massive blonde hair and people like make jokes to her and she makes jokes about herself but it kind of like gives her the power yeah she she's said before that so she, interesting didn't she say something like oh if i wasn't a woman i'd be a man it like he was obsessed with drag she was like i'm the original drag queen yeah yeah. she's just like amazing and you can't really tell sometimes whether she's joking or not mm, she's, she's really ditzy and you're like like she'll kind of show up to a show and be like hello Manchester and there everyone's like you're in London she's like oh did I get that wrong And but because it's Dolly it's like no one kept that like, oh that's just part of her charm But so you're like <laughs> it, it's really hard what's it called? Um, I think it's just called Dolly Parton's America okay um, and Any it's a few episodes, episodes some go into the histories of the songs, which are quite interesting, like Jolene, which you think would be anti-feminist because it's like about I've heard that on about the, the other woman. Yeah, 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 no, that one was quite interesting, and just a few about like the start of her career. I I do recommend. It was just yeah, especially right now because the Nine to Five musical is out. There was a Netflix mm. Dolly thing at the moment. There's Dumpling. And is it Dumpling? The podcast. I don't know. No, Dumplin'? there was like a Dolly Parton oh. thing. <laughs> Have you seen Dumpling? Is that the Jennifer Aniston one? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh. I think it's based on a book, you know. I think so. And it's also like got Dolly Parton musical through it. Is it good? Yeah. Really good. Put that so. down. I think I've mentioned that on the pod before. Yeah. Obviously didn't take my recommendation. Crack him. <laughs> um, yeah. No, very much enjoyed. Have you been listening to anything else? Yeah, uh, I've got into Shag Married and all. Oh, same. I save Fallen it. head over heels. So it comes out on a Friday and I save it for my Monday commute because it's the hardest. Oh, And yeah. it just <laughs> buzzes me up. But a specific episode that honestly had me crying was the Zodiac DJ Oh episode. my God, yeah, I listened I to that. Howling. That was ridiculous. They're just disgusting. They are disgusting. And when they I try and recommend it to people, I don't know what to say because I'm, I'm like, oh, it's really good. And they'll be like, what's it about? I'm like, right, husband and wife just chatting. But it's just so stupid. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. she does Barry Beef, I Oh my god. She's like so beef. Like, I know, I'm yeah. Crying. I know. It, it just it's such a pick me up. So funny. They're just so honest. 
They just say what's on their minds. Yeah, like what's been pissing me off. What's been pissing me off. Why? With the pick and mix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're just so good. No, it's so feel good to listen to. I love it. Um, What else have I been listening to? I listened to Russell T. Davis on Desert Island Discs. He was the guy who wrote Doctor Who when it was good. What David David Tennant era, era. yeah, and <laughs> he wrote Piper, yeah the, the, the good times, yeah, and he wrote years and years. Okay, yeah, we we don't we never finished that. No, I didn't really get that into it. But basically, he's like a really talented writer, and um, it was just so sad because the the episode was kind of about like the death of his husband. Well, he mentioned the death of his husband, and it was just like. I know, but it was like he told it in a kind of funny way. Like basically, he didn't want to get married, but his husband really did. And then his husband fell ill, and I think it was something for like for the last twelve years of his life, maybe like quite a long time. Like he was Russell was basically his husband's carer. Yeah. And then, they did get married in the end, and apparently everyone at the wedding it was, there were only five people there or something, but they all just like burst out laughing as Russell walked down the aisle because they knew that he was only doing it because his husband got ill and his husband yeah. was making jokes like, uh, gotta marry me now because I'm sick. And they were just like, I don't know. It was really so touching to listen to. Like, I was almost welling up. Yeah. It was really, really nice. And, like, he's just such a talented writer and he's really interested in bringing, like, gay stories to the mainstream. Yeah. And, yeah, he's a good egg. I very much enjoyed that. Um, another potty? I've got one got more, yeah. One more. Um, been in a reflective place recently. Oh. So I've been listening back to a lot of episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm on. just going to throw these ones out because they're old and everyone should go listen to them. But Lily Allen on Love Stories. Oh, love. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dolly Alderton, just so soothing. So any of the love stories yeah. I really listen to. Um, what else did I listen to on there? Ruth Jones's one. Love. I just love them. I really listened to the Adam K because I read um, Twas the Night Shift Before Christmas. Yes, and then too. I like... Yeah. Yeah. And then so I listened to, which came out actually at a really good time, Happy Place with Elizabeth Day. So yes. it's Happy Place, obviously Fern Cotton's, but Elizabeth Day, they've interviewed each other. Mm-hmm. This one I really love. So like at like 28 minutes, got it written down. They Please. start talking about like apologising for things and how they're going to try not to apologise for like being themselves or being a bit blah, 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 blah. And they both use the example of when you write an email to someone, you're like, hi there. Oh, yeah. Really sorry to interrupt. This was probably wrong. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my god me and all my friends we all do it because mm. I think we're all young and like new to the workplace and quite gendered feel, as yeah, well yeah and we don't feel that confident and I was just like I need to think of this before I like go to apologise automatically just for existing yeah <laughs> so yeah. Um, that was a really good like pick me up and I just think Elizabeth Day is oh, she's so a queen I really listen to a lot of hers actually yeah she's so great have you got any more pods um, yeah this one's quite a random one but I just it really made me laugh kind of in a similar vein to Shag Married Annoyed but um, you know the Private Parts podcast with yeah. Jamie Lang and Francis um, usually I can't really stomach it I don't find it that funny mm. but this episode they had Arge from Towie on okay yeah so they did the episode is called like MIC versus Towie beef yeah and I just love Arge so much and they were just laughing they were basically like saying which one aired first out of main Chelsea versus Towie and they were having like this competition and then it was Arge just talking about his life and he's just so honest he's just like well I went on coach trip (laughs) and when you get on there you watch it on the telly and you think nah why why do you get so competitive but when you're in there you just want to kill him and he was so funny and he was talking about his life with living with Gemma and how diva she yeah yeah and he was talking about like what she's like to live with <laughs> and how she cooks for him and stuff and it was just so funny like I was laughing out loud throughout yeah. 
um it's a two-parter and yeah i just oh, really enjoyed that. it yeah Monday. yeah i listened i haven't listened, i don't listen to them regularly but sometimes if i see someone and i remember there was one a few years ago the spencer matthews one. Oh, okay and i was also howling through that because they were just yeah the shit out i think him. they've got to know them because yeah. arge is like friends with francis and jamie it was funny yeah but when they're just interviewing someone i think they're a bit like earnest i don't know yeah i don't really enjoy no they were the just interviews. honestly ripping the shit out of Spencer Matthews and I was there for it and he was and Spencer was just talking about how he was like such a loser in school and like tapped on to Ollie Proudlock to like get cool really yeah, oh he my was God. like I invited him to Seb Bart so he would cool. <laughs> oh I'll definitely so, yeah, listen to that that's one. from years ago though but definitely so good um, any more I'm well, done have you read anything limited but new year's resolution <laughs> yeah that's mine yeah you've got to get good readsale then you can set a reading challenge I've got it I just forget to update it and then I get annoyed that I've read more books than it says I have Oh, I see. So I'll have read more, forgot to update them, then I forget what books I've read. I've just got to get into and it, it looks like I've read less, but it looks like I'm trying to show how much I've read. Mm. But yeah, but you just can't, don't care about what other people think of. Then why am I getting it's, Goodreads? It's you, it's personal record. Individual <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> achievement. <laughs> so I've read How to Fail by Elizabeth Day. Fantastic. That was, yeah, that was my 2020 Refresh My Life. Oh, um, nice. I read it in a day. Back oh, to my old reading classic. habits. I know. So good. So that was really good. I think I probably like earmarked every single page. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you just got to stop now. Just reread it when oh, you feel like it. Yeah, I will be borrowing. Have you read anything? Well, I finally read Michelle Obama's Becoming. Yep. Very good. How long did it take you? A long time. I'm a very it's slow a thick reader. Book. It's a thick book, and I'm a slow reader. So yes, it took me a while, but um, yeah, I can see why it like like blew up the world. It was so good. It's just... It, and everything was kind of bittersweet. Mm-hmm. I know, obviously, she's looking at it like... She obviously views Obama in a positive way because she... <laughs> she's not going to She is... <laughs> yeah. He is her husband. She's not Rosie Ramsey. Um, and then you do, obviously, kind of read it a bit like, oh, the Obama era was so good. Like, they were really trying. It was really interesting, like, reading about how they met. I was kind of, like, fangirling. Oh, I, was I like, love Oh, you stuff. don't... You know what's going to come. But then it was bittersweet because you're reading them and him being re-elected and everything. And then you know that Trump comes in at the end. Mm. And that she has to like introduce Melania to the house and everything. So is it's she really like, honest about how she feels about that? Yeah, yeah. Because um, she mentions in the book while Obama's still president, she's like, "Oh, there's this figure who's coming up and like called Donald Trump, who's saying these bad things about Obama and stuff like that." Mm. And I really disagree with him. Yeah, no, it's she does mention it. She mentions okay. that she doesn't like them. Okay, she is honest. That's um, good. So it's really good. Of course, you can borrow. Thank but, you. Yeah, I would Stack recommend. My with your recommend. Um, yeah, did you read anything? I've else? also read Never Greener by Ruth Jones. Oh, yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, I liked it. I am really not into fiction at the moment, though. Oh. Which is odd, isn't it? I'm loving the memoir. Yeah, no, I do like it. And like non fiction, because I, th- I think that not being at uni anymore and not feeling like you're learning stuff, mm. learning stuff, <laughs> see, you're realizing. Um, I really want to keep doing that so i haven't really got any time for fiction at the moment it was good though it was good oh, okay it. thank you i would was, like i'd be curious to see her writing yeah a story it was about like a basically a 30 year affair where they fall in love when they're both younger and then re-meet later on in life and they're like actually should we make a go of this uh, okay. and how that affects both of their families and how having had those feelings for each other for so many years affected them as well having never been able to properly act on it interesting which i thought was interesting because it must be a situation people get into quite yeah. a lot. Like, it must be quite common. Yeah. Right? So it's the sort of feeling of like what could have been. And then mm. years later they get the chance to explore what could have been. Yeah, yeah. And, and the decisions that come from that. So yeah, it was good. 
Another one from you? Um, I also read My Sister the Serial Killer. Yeah, what's that about? I've heard good things. So it's literally what it says on the tin. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's set in Nigeria and this woman is, like, the opening scene is like, she's been rang up by her sister and she's like, like, it happened again. Please come help me clear it up. Ooh. I know, yeah. And that's kind of like the premise of the book. It's a very short book. Like, even I read it in a day. So you'll read it in probably two minutes. And, um, yeah, it is good. It's It's very, like, yeah... It's interesting, like thought provoking, I'd say. Is it more plot or more character? Or both? Um, I'd say a combination of the two. Okay. Because you are kind of questioning like the motives and there are a few there are flashback scenes throughout and you're kind of thinking like what has made her a serial killer? Is is she a serial killer? Um, is there it's quite a lot not of... specifically gory, no, okay. no. Okay. They don't talk about body parts or stuff. It's I just like it there is blood to clean up yeah. kind of thing. Great. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Please read it and then we can discuss it because I think when I read it, I was like, oh, okay, like, interesting. Hasn't left that much of an impression. And then afterwards I was a bit like, ah, interesting. And you I said... feel like it would be a book club book. Yeah, you said earlier you don't really like serial killers. So did you, were you, did, yeah. were you interested by the topic? Yeah, I mean, I like serial killer. I just don't think I've got, like, the true crime obsession that a lot of people have. Yeah. But I find it fascinating that people have it. I know. What is wrong with me? Bloodlust. It's human bloodlust. Bloodlust, but also, I I actually was thinking about this the other day. I don't think I could be a serial killer. Oh, well. (laughs) Just, like, actually, even if I was a bit nuts, like, I physically couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm actually really bad with, like, gore and... Oh, that's another thing I watched. I wasn't going to mention it, but I watched the first episode of this BBC Dracula and I, my stomach. Hell. It was twisted. A person came out of... A man came out of another man's mouth. Yes. With his, clawed his way out with his hands. Um, have you got any more for any more? That'll be me on the elder watching and reading and listening. I suppose we should end with what we've eaten recently from yeah. cereal killers to food <laughs> best thing you've consumed food wise right so it's been two months it's been a very long time and I know Christmas was here oh yeah are we going to have this conversation about Christmas dinner well I feel like if we both answer Christmas dinner it's boring but um... well I wouldn't answer it anyway because controversial not that bothered yeah. I put it out there. Not that bothered. And don't it's not because mm. I'm a vegetarian. No. Oh my god, bothered. no, not at all. I just think the stodgy taste feeling of a roast doesn't satisfy me. I just always need a nap. Interesting. Yeah, I love roast potatoes though. Mum yeah. does some banging roast potatoes. I think I've gone like I was not bothered about it until I went vegetarian and then I was like, I really, really like this. Okay. I think my mum just makes a really good nut roast. Yeah. And then when you realise that the vegetables are the main bit. I think when I was younger, there was so much pressure on the turkey and I was just a bit like, this tastes shit. Are we all in some big conspiracy theory? This is bland meat. Yeah. Um, Chicken is better. Yeah. She says, having not eaten for three years. <laughs> we do veggie pigs and blankets and everything though. I'm, oh, I'm a big fan. But anyway, we're not anyway, going to answer pigs our Christmas dinner. You go first. I'm going to go with a meal that me and my mum made several times over the Christmas break, which is... A pad thai. Okay. Um, we get tofu and do it in like corn flour, so it's all crispy oh, with sweet chili sauce, like marinade on the tofu, and then it's just like rice noodles with all the veggies. You know, like you got your broccoli, your mushrooms, your peppers, and we've got like this pad thai spice. We put yeah peanuts yeah. or cashews through it, mm-hmm. and then like some sweet chili sauce in there, and it's just so good. And we serve with like spring rolls and dippy sauces oh, and everything. Sides. All the sides. That's what I love about being yeah. at home. You can just have sides in all the sauces. You are allowed to buy sides in your own flat, though. 
<laughs> That's actually true. Morgana wants for dinner tonight. Well, I've got my sides. <laughs> I love sides. I think they make every meal. I know. That is true. Yeah. What is pasta mm. without a side of garlic bread or a side salad? Oh my Slash God, both. I'll take both. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. take both. Um, mine, embarrassingly, mm. just because I honestly can't think of every meal that I've had over the last two months. <laughs> uh, it wasn't going to be Christmas dinner. And I was craving it for a few days before. Mm. I had a McDonald's last night after we... Uh, we had a McDonald's last night. We had a McDonald's night. last night after we left Bongo's Bingo. Um, and it was the veggie spicy wrap with a really nice salsa. Yum. Yes. Obviously fries with a shitload of that barbecue sauce because that's the best barbecue sauce ever. Um, the mini one, not the big one. Is that the dippers. So you get a different type of barbecue sauce. I was having this conversation with someone the other day, right? <laughs> you can get... Elle the- used to work at McDonald's. <laughs> she knows this. You can get the big barbecue sauce, which comes with the selects, like the big Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is too, is it? Is the word tangy? It tastes um, a bit smoky tangy, whereas the little free barbecue sauces you get, ooh, they're so good. Yeah, and no, Fanta, I did And some cheese dippers, cheese nut dippers. And it was so good. It was yeah. it satisfied a craving, and yeah, I think that's yeah. what good food is about. Oh my God, so right, <laughs> so right. So, And I'm so excited to try that KFC vegan Oh, one. I know. And I heard a rumour, although I now am worried that, so they, you know, they were like vegan dippers. You know last Where? night when, in McDonald's? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no, I've read about those, though. They're not chicken. No, I know. They're shit. But they look they like look... chicken if not, you haven't opened I them. I know. So I thought the other day that I saw online, like, oh, vegan dippers, and I got well excited, and then no. I think it is just those... It is. It's like these vegetable things. Ones, yeah. And I'm a huge fan of a beanie burger, don't get me wrong, but they do look a bit shit. Yeah. I'm not excited about I those. I don't want them as a I want vegan chicken selects, yeah. is what I want. Is it that hard? No. Temple of Satan have been doing it for ages. Corn. Corn. I've, I've told everyone about corn sun fried burgers before. Um, so. <laughs> so all yeah. of the food fantastic I mean, January's so much a dropping though getting a vegan meatball marinara sub vegan steak bake not that bothered about that but, I'm, not um, about that. I'm not a fan of steak it's just loads of things yeah, anyway no, no, no. exactly oh your oh. housemates are back that was good timing well I think we'll wrap it up there Elle adios amigos thank you for listening See oh, oh don't forget to rate, review and subscribe yes she got it in nice Woo. bye bye